Open your mouth and begin to declare. Express your love to him. 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 Love to him. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. I can't hear your voice. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much you love him. Tell him how much you love him. Open my eyes, Spirit of the Living God. Open my eyes, Spirit of the Living God. Open my eyes, Spirit of the Living God. I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. Call upon the name of the Lord. somebody next to you as you take your seats in the presence of God. <clears throat> Come on, make sure that you welcome someone next to you. Ah, 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 stand on your feet, please. Stand on your feet. Go to someone, just give them a warm welcome into the presence of God before you take your seat. 
appreciate the presence of your neighbor greet somebody greet somebody walk around move around give somebody some love some love some love some love Eka. Eh. Eh. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. You may be seated. Maybe. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. How was your Thursday evening service? learning something, learning anything? And what is that? The philosophy of Nicodemus. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Indeed, because we don't want to end up uh, touching on a lot of things, we are on that uh, very special subject, which is the gifts of the Spirit. That's why we keep coming back here on Sundays and all we need to have is a review. And that review becomes something else. We want to concentrate on um, that subject uh, and not wander around because but we are here. I want to hear from you if you learned anything, is there anything that you understood? Is there anything that you heard? Is there anything that you saw? Which to you was important. Okay, before we get to that, you talked about the philosophy of the gentleman. Indeed, Father. Thank you so much. It, it, was, it was amazing. Um, it's something that's difficult. In fact, it's impossible to see. And you highlighted that most of the body of Christ is under this confusion from the statement that was said by Nicodemus. From John 3, verse number 2. And I'll take it from the last part where it says, For no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him which was so powerful. You highlighted firstly that that understanding, it was not Jesus who was bringing that understanding to us. It was Nicodemus bringing that understanding to Jesus. But soon after saying this, Jesus quickly gets into the issue of salvation being the most important and critical component. He forgot the miracles. He didn't look at the miracles. He didn't consider that statement, but he then focused on salvation. And you led us to understand that miracles are not the evidence that someone is born again. And you were so clear when you highlighted that salvation is the conditioning that is needed of the spirit man to qualify him for the gifts that Jesus brings. 
So you drew parallels, helping us to understand that gifts are not Jesus and Jesus are not the gifts that he gives. And so because of the free will that we have, humanity has a choice to either go for the gifts without first going for Jesus or go for the Jesus or go for him first, Jesus, then go for the gifts. And Jesus becomes the qualification that allows us to administer the gifts properly. <laughs> You're finishing everything. <laughs> that's, that's so true. That's so true. Thank you so much for that. <clears throat> Anybody else who had something, even repeating what he said, I just want to... Yeah, that was so strong. I should have, I should have, I should have given it that title, the philosophy of Nicodemus. <laughs> Thank you, Baba. You so you spoke about the gifts being from God. You spoke about how a gifted man, you particularly spoke, I think, about healing, where you say the gifted man may be able to say heal. But the question begs, um, is the gifted, okay, has the gifted man received the actual gift who is Jesus, who is God? So I had or have a question around that where if we say we have received the gift, how or what is it that we as people that have said we've received the gift are not reflecting what the gift has declared and stated about our lives? Why do we constantly find ourselves, though having said we've received, not progressing into levels that even those that have not received the gift can look at us and say, there's the gift, I want that gift. In, in reference to which gifts exactly in particular, are you still referring to the gift of healing or to the gift of Jesus? The gift of Jesus. Thank you. In terms of the reflection, anyway, that's, that's a question. I'm, I'm coming back to that. I'm coming back to that. Okay, I've taken note of that. She's, she really wants to have proof of the presence of that most important gift, which is Jesus. Okay, we'll deal with that from this very same text. Very same text where Nicodemus comes to Jesus and then Jesus says, unless you are born again, you cannot see. I'll come to that. Let me just get somebody else who learned something before I start to address questions. What did you learn? Sorry, sorry, Father. Because this is similar to that question. Okay. Yeah, probably it can be packed together before we move to the other one. Okay. It's, can a, allow it's a question, right? Yes. Sir. Ah, okay. All right. Aha, uh -huh, proceed. Okay. Thank you, my father, for this opportunity. Um, my question is, we have come to the kingdom of God and we have received Jesus as a gift. 
And because we've received Jesus as a gift, we have received righteousness as a gift. And as a disciple, you have come to the kingdom and maybe there's an area that is bothering you. Maybe you have an addiction. Or maybe sometimes you fall short and you sin. Is that gift taken away from you? Maybe the gift of righteousness or maybe the gift of the Holy Spirit, does it go, does it go away? And maybe if you want to repent, can you repent twice? Or that's where my question is. Okay, thank you. It's a question. I think it's the same. All right. Still on that, let's let me hear what you learned. Thank you, man of God. Uh, personally, I would like to say I learned a lot from the Thursday service because you made us understand that not everything which is done, which executes gifts, actually implies that the person has got the actual gift of Jesus. Because you also made us to understand that not everything that we may deem witchcraft is actually witchcraft, but it may actually be other individuals abusing the gift they have without receiving the actual gift of Christ. Mm -hmm. A strong. That's very, very strong. Did you hear what he just said? What did he say? <laughs> yeah, I want to be sure. Because we don't want to teach that again. That's why I keep on repeating. I keep on coming back to the same principles and you wonder, does he forget? I don't forget. Thank you, I Baba. keep hammering on the same thing until you've understood. What? Okay, thank you too. But what did he say? Thank you, Prophet. I would like to explain what he said. Ah, okay. Yes. Uh -huh. You said to us on Thursday that most of the times we are accusing the devil of what he doesn't even know how to do. Especially when it comes to, he said witchcraft, but I'm going to say prophecy. You said some of us, we believe that the witch doctors and all those people that do evil things, they know what we will do in future or something like that. But the devil, he doesn't even have the gift of prophecy. He doesn't know what we are going to become or what we are as we are right now. You said if he had the gift of prophecy, he could have prophesied his downfall. Baba, when, when you were preaching, prophet, I got another revelation of Job, Baba. I want to hear that one. I want to hear that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's hear that one. What? Prophet, uh -huh. you said the devil, he could have prophesied that he was going to fall yeah. before he even thought of ascending. And then me, I got the revelation of Job. Uh -huh. He went to ask God for Job. Because if he had that gift, he could have prophesied that Job was never going to disobey before. God. Very true. Very true. <laughs> Warola. I have done so well. She's further confirming. 
that the devil is not aware. He wouldn't have wasted his, his time on job. So he's not prophetic. <laughs> thank you. Let me see it. All those afflictions. Uh, thank you, Baba. All those uh, afflictions. All those afflictions really was a, a waste. He wouldn't have wasted all of those resources if he was that prophetic. But imagine how, for how long we have stayed with that belief. So who, who goes to the devil for the gift of prophecy? Who goes to the devil for the gift of prophecy? The principle of giving, you can't give what you have not received. He doesn't have that. So those prophesying, they are prophesying by what? So the difference between a witch doctor and a true man of God is simply salvation. The difference is not in the power they possess. That power is only one source. God. So if you prophesy by God not being born again, you are practicing witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Then looking at it from that perspective, and looking at that, you realize that witches are actually more. <laughs> <laughs> Who gifted the devil? God. Every single ability he has, he got it from God then because he corrupted himself that became the corruption of his wisdom though the bible says you corrupted your wisdom but when he corrupted himself his person when he corrupted his character then that became the corruption of his gift of wisdom Thine heart was lifted up because... Thine heart, thine personality, your being was lifted up. You became proud. So he got contaminated at that point when his heart was lifted up. And then what got corrupted? Corrupted thy wisdom by then the reason of thy brightness. You see? The wisdom got corrupted when his heart got lifted up. Your, the heart is you. That's the person. When you are out of proportion, 
when you have lost your course, when you are lifted up beyond measure, and you are functioning and operating from not your official position in Christ, whatever you execute in terms of wisdom, it's a corrupted wisdom. Corrupted wisdom. So the key is not having, you just have to be born again. That's the key. So I will repeat, the difference between a true man of God and a witch doctor is what? Salvation. The only thing that the witch doctor doesn't have is the giver of the gift. You don't have God. Whatever the witch doctor is going to say, whatever the witch doctor is going to recommend as a prescription to the affliction, which is another affliction, is based on his personality not being born again. You have to be born again. Mm -hmm. So that's key. But, you know, we can say that and we are all in agreement. But sometimes when gifts are taking place, it's one thing to study. It's one thing to get to understand, to say, okay, now I know. When I see a miracle, it doesn't mean God is there. But when it's time for miracles to happen, people tend to forget. Nicodemus said, no man we know that no man can do, do these, these miracles, miracles that thou doest. That thou doest. Except, except God, be, God with be with him. Which we said was wrong. A man without God can still do those miracles. If we were to go even into the book of Revelation, we will see many signs and wonders and miracles that are going to be performed by a godless individual. Not born again, but he will perform miracles and wonders. And he doeth great wonders so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on mm -hmm. earth in the sight, in of, the men. sight of men. And deceiveth them that For the dwell. sake of deception. That guy is not born again. Yet he will do things. You will see fire coming not from hell. You look at the direction. <laughs> from heaven. He maketh fire come down from heaven. On the earth. In the sight of men. But the problem with the men now, they have that understanding that you can't do such miracles unless God is with you. And here is a man without God causing fire to come down from heaven. So that should really become a deliverance for you, this knowledge. So you won't be deceived by whatsoever miracle no matter how it is performed, you still have to probe into the heart of the man to see isn't there the corruption of the heart of the man. 
that then becomes the corruption of the wisdom, the corruption of the miracles, the corruption of the prophecy, the corruption of the, of the healing. Are you getting this? So you don't say this, like I said on Thursday, you are not, it's not, even if this message was given to somebody who, who cannot perform miracles, it would be difficult for people to believe what he say. Because it's a message that might be born out of jealousy, not wanting to be outdone, or maybe you have a target, you have people that you know to be performing miracles that you are targeting. <laughs> so but I, I personally also have to be checked apart from the miracles am I born again do I have the gift which brings us now to the question that she raised we'll keep on getting questions and even contributions as we go She's really, the point that she raised is very important, very key. Wanting to, wanting the difference between us and non-believers to be noticeable. That's a genuine desire. There must be a difference. There must be that uniqueness. But let me ask you this question, since you raised that point. It has been a point that I've been raising ever since until the Holy Ghost helped me to understand. Because I've always wanted to be different. Why should one be born again? Now, the difference that you begin to notice, Jesus is saying, unless you are born again, you have to be born again. If you are not, you cannot what? See. See. So let's look into the benefits. You cannot see unless you are born again. And what you cannot see is the kingdom. Everything else you can see anything that is affiliated that is connected to the kingdom of God your eye will miss that the condition for that vision is salvation you have to be born again so that you can have access into visions of the kingdom so let's read it again because you want to see the difference it's not in the car that you will drive after you are born again it's not in the house, lest, lest you want to compete with people that are not born again. You, you bring in your salvation, and they bring in their devil, and they outsmart you, even in education. They build bigger houses than you. So you are not going to use salvation to compete in any of those areas. Okay? We have to build up until we get to the house part. It's for another day. 
Let's look at the immediate sign. What begins to happen immediately is you get something that they cannot have that you're supposed to have immediately. So Jesus is talking to Nicodemus. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So, this is me now. Let's say I hear of such a benefit that is available and I want to be born again. My interest is not just in being born again. I want to be able to see. Is this something, is this something that is going to happen in the future? After I get born again, then I have to physically die and then see the kingdom of God or immediately after I'm born again I must be able to see the kingdom of God now now these are questions that people God's children are not raising nowadays wanting to see the difference wanting to see I want to see the difference why would Jesus say that be born again and then you continue doing what you used to do before that is why our life has to really become something else after we get born again it's no longer life as usual. There must be a difference. There must be a change. Okay, let me put it this way to you. And I hope you're still listening. I hope you're still following. <clears throat> we haven't really understood salvation to this depth. This depth that I'm giving you now. Remember, when the Bible talks about Jesus, like I said, he did, not, uh, he, he did not take on the nature of angels, right? It was not the nature of angels that he took on. It wasn't the nature of angels that he took on. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, mm -hmm. but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Okay, for you to understand what, he, what the scripture is saying here. <sighs> Jesus, when he came, he did not take on the nature of angels, but the what? The seed of Abraham. Of Abraham. So, for you to properly understand what, what is being said here, you must take the nature of angels versus the nature of the seed of Abraham. 
the seed of Abraham was prophetic. It was a prophecy given to Abraham concerning his seed, not seeds as of many, but one, which is Christ. So him taking on the physical human body, it was the taking on of the human nature. Okay? Follow? Now, the nature which is the human nature that Jesus took on as a garment had to be taken off first by the human in order for the divine to take it on. So that you know it wasn't just your sin that he took away from you. You were also robbed of your nature. The human nature was taken away from you. He could not put it on whilst you are still putting it on. You have to be ready to be deprived of the nature that is human. Remember the Bible talks about how he put off. Okay? He did not consider what he was before, even the glory. If you study chapter uh, 15 and chapter 16 of the book of John, Jesus do, talking to God and asking him to restore him to the former glory, the glory, the glory that I used to have when I was with you. When Jesus is about to be restored to that former glory, it means there was a moment when he removed the divine nature as a jacket in order to put on the human nature. So he, he, he put off the divine nature and he put on the human nature so that the humans are, have now become naked having had their nature taken away. So what humans are supposed to do now is to look for what God had put off. And humans would then have to put on the nature of God. No, let me repeat it again. Maybe you are not following. And now, O oh Father, glorify Thou me with thine own yes, self. Yes, chapter 17, yes. With the glory which I had with thee before the be, world was. Be, before the world, world was, glorify me with that same glory. But notice, notice, please hear this. God, Jesus had to put off. He had to put off. He laid aside the nature that was divine just so that he would put on the human nature 
it is by that nature that he wakes up early in the morning and it is declared in the Bible that he was hungry. It's a manifestation of that human nature. There was a desire in him to fall. He was tempted likewise. Jesus had his own appetites emanating from the human nature that he had put on. But what Jesus is doing is not only to put on the human nature, he had to first put off. So when Jesus puts off, and then he comes to you, and then he takes your nature and he puts it on, and then you are naked. What you are supposed to fight for is not the nature that he took away from you. You look for the nature that he put off, which is the divine nature. You must follow that. Please. You want to understand the difference. It doesn't end at the point Jesus takes away your human nature. Why did he take away your human nature? So that you live by what nature? Whose nature? You go after the nature of God that he took off. That's salvation. We, we go after what God has purchased for us. It doesn't end at salvation. It starts at salvation. It starts at salvation. So my sister, look at this. Look at this. What is happening, the entire definition of salvation, it is simply God's way of restoring his creation back to himself. Mm. It is his method. It is his approach. It is his style. It is his formula, not yours. It is his plan, not yours. It is his desire, not even your desire. You never had a desire to be born again. So it's him doing it. Okay? So Jesus, God coming to mankind in the garden, to look for you and to find you and to save you. That's salvation. So, God's journey to you, the moment that journey comes to an end, your journey in God begins. Wow. So, if, if he, he travels all the way, we, we don't know where he's coming from. To just come and find you. And when he has finally found you. At the end of his journey to you. That's the beginning of your journey in God. That becomes the beginning of your journey in God. So, so from the day you get born again. 
God's journey to you comes to an end. He has arrived when he finds you. But that becomes the beginning of your journey where in God and in God, in him, we what? We move. We have our being. So the reason why you are not seeing signs that you are born again, it is because of your movement, your speed, your growth in him. Not that you are not born again. You are born again. But what needs to be monitored is your movement in God. Your up and down in God. Even as you, as you, as you struggle with an addiction, are you struggling with an, is an addiction powerful enough to take you out of him? Or it takes you up and down in him? So you are now at a level where you are no longer struggling with sin. You are not trying to stop to sin. Because you fear that you might be evacuated from Christ. No. The issue is your demotion in Christ. The loss of your rank your authority, your influence in him. Sin has no power, to, because the Bible declares that what shall separate us from the love of God? And he talks, he gives us a list of things. Neither death, nor power, nor principalities, nor things present. No things to come. In all these things, nothing. So the power is so powerful, or the love is so powerful to not allow anything to separate you from that love. Okay, let's let's look, let's look, let's look at uh, let's look at it. Let's, let's look at it. I don't want you to fear. I don't want you to fear because. You must never be afraid of sin. Because Jesus is more powerful than sin. You must not even be afraid of an addiction. You are not allowed to fear anything. It's love that will cast away all fear. There must be enough love in you. And then that love will help you conquer any addiction. Any addiction. The question of love becomes the answer. I'm answering, I'm answering here and also answering the gentleman because the question was this here. Okay, let's look at the love. Who what? shall separate us from the love of Christ... Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril 
or sword, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Mm -hmm. For I am persuaded that persuaded. neither death, I'm persuaded that neither death, mm. nor life, mm. nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, mm. nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. <laughs> so, <laughs> if in him we move, it means some, whilst all of us are in him, some are ahead, some are above. We differ in ranks in him. But if your joy is just to be in him and it ends there, you will have other new creation, other creatures reigning over you while it's to where you are in Christ. Your authority in him is determined. So staying away from sin, it's not because you fear to be chased out of the Christ. Nothing shall separate. There's never going to be any separation. No separation whatsoever. But demotion, while you are in him, not separated, you are in him. But your rank, what you say might not matter. For in him we move, going away. In him we have our being, becoming what? So that's the growth of an individual in Christ, which then brings out the difference, which might not be visible the day that you get born again. So what you need to understand now is when you get born again, you have become a new creature, what is going to happen is, even when we get to the gifts, you will see the way that I'm going to explain gifts to you. I said it's, it's going to be different from what we've had before because if, if we are going to then have Jesus, who is the gift, and he is the fullness, How is he then going to give us gifts if all gifts are in him? The fullness of the Godhead dwells in him. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily bodily and of his fullness have we received 
of his fullness, all of his gifts we have received when we received him. So when really are you going to be gifted by another gift? Then we will start to explain from that point so that you know even how gifts are given. How gifts are given. They come in what form? When that day comes, I will explain what I mean by what I'm going to say now. You will be shocked that when Jesus says to Nicodemus, you will have to be born again in order for you to see. If I explain to you that gift now, you would want me to explain it again tomorrow. Even the gift of sight. Even the gift of sight, if God is to give you the gift of sight, when that gift comes, it will come in form of blindness. So let's leave it for now. Then... We still, we are, you still wait for the gift to arrive because you, you, you don't know what it is. Okay, if God gives you the gift of sight, how are you going to know that it is sight that you have received? You will see that sight with what? Let's leave it for now. We'll get to the gifts. And I'll tell you how each gift gets to you in what form. And you realize that probably it's a gift that you've received ever since. But you, you, don't, you don't know how it looks. You, you just don't know how it looks. I'm not saying this, I'm not trying to confuse you. Honestly, what I'm saying is the truth. There are times you get to in the presence of God and you know God is so present in terms of his manifested presence allowing you to feel that he is present and then you ask for an ability to see. I want to see visions. And the way that, vi that gift is packaged, <laughs> you are given blindness.
Have you noticed that? Yeah, sure. I want to live there. Have you noticed that? It's only a man that is blind. That is so high in his sensitivity to his environment, his atmosphere. Uh-huh. They know someone is in the room. Something that you, with a vision, cannot sense. That feeling, you call it a feeling, it's a sight that he got when he got what? Blindness. Let me explain. Let me explain. The way that, the way that, okay, Take your seats. Some of you think I'm getting lost. Please take your seats. Doctors can tell you that there is something outstanding that happens to one hand when the other hand is removed. There is a cancellation. There is some kind of a compensation. When a person is, when your physical eyes are taken away, (laughs) there is a reward. There is a replacement of that sight by another sight or with another sight. Where the sensitivity that you cannot practice whilst you have because that thing in you knows that you have that ability already to see. So you can't close your eyes and you try to sense like they are sensing. No, because it was completely taken away from them. An ability to physically perceive. Now suddenly there is a compensation where their spirituality becomes heightened. Their sensitivity doubles to compensate for the lost sight. So how did they get that sensitivity when they, when they got the blindness? So I will, tell, I will explain to you how gifts are received. They come to what part of you? It might not be visions coming to your spirit. It might simply be blindness coming to your flesh. Sit down, please. Sit down. Which part of you, we'll get to that, which part of you gets gifted? Is it the God part? Or the flesh part? But we are still on, we are still on, on, on Nicodemus. Nicodemus. You have to be born again. Unless you are born again, you cannot see If you want to see the kingdom of God, 
you must be ready to be made blind. How is that? How, how do you explain that? I'll explain that. I just thought I should explain a bit more something that happens to you physically, that God can do to you physically. And it will result in your spirituality, the spirit man becoming more active. Becoming more active. So that we know if something is to be done now, we have to do it to the flesh. Not to the spirit the flesh. Sister, what you need to focus on now, and my brother will ask the same question. It's not even salvation. You are born again. Growth, growth, maturity, your maturity in God is key. When I meet you a year from now, two years from now, and I see you doing things that you were not able to do now, I will not say, now God has gifted you. No, I will say, now you have matured the gifts. Right now, you are hoping to receive something extra. That's where your hope is. You, want, you think if God is to gift you now, or to give you a gift, it will be something external that God is going to bring. If they are to show you a picture, your picture, all of you here, especially Kanamuri, Usually you have a photo. There was a picture, there is a picture of you the day that you, are, you were born, physically. If you look at that picture, we are going to see one head. Two ears, two eyes, one mouth, two hands, two legs, how many toes? We look at you today, there is no additionals in terms of number. God did not gift you further with more legs. It is the same number that you had when you got born again. But what has changed now is your ability to use what you got the day that you got born again. So it will appear as if you are getting gifted as you grow in the spirit. No. 
you never used to be able to stand with those legs. Now you can stand, now you can walk, but let's count the number. Is there any increase? Are you now more gifted? What has happened? The development of what you got at the initial stage when you get born again. ability that I now have to see you, you, you still have that but in a seed form I don't have more of what you have but I've developed what you have I've improved on what you have are you following this? oh sit down sit down sit down sit down, sit down. Okay. <clears throat> the greatest boxer, he doesn't have three hands. <laughs> the one being beaten doesn't have one hand. All of them, they have how many? Two. Two, two. The fastest runner has how many? And you have how many? So where really is the gift? Is it in terms of numbers? Development. Whatever it is that you are going to know in terms of academics, you are not going to end up with three heads. It will still remain one head, but getting to know and to understand more. It is the practice, it is the exercise of the brain. And you double your capacity to understand. So I'm saying this already, I'm preempting. Lest you think there is a time when God will then say, now I'm bringing the gifts. So I'll be showing you, so the gift of tongues, how does it work? It comes in what form? The gift of wisdom, it comes in what form? The gift of healing, it comes in what form? The gift of prophecy, it comes in what form? But we'll be saying it comes in what form? So that people would understand. These are just the terms. Because we're trying to deliver you from those terms. Yet a man who is not born again can have those. And if you start practicing the gifts without being born again, what are you practicing? Witchcraft. <laughs> There's a term for that. There's a term that we gave on this. Iniquity. Ha-ha. Aha. It's iniquity. 
it is what iniquity. iniquity. It is the work of iniquity. Whoever is not born again and is prophesying, whoever is not born again and is healing the sick, whoever is not born again and is sharing wisdom, whoever is not born again and is speaking in tongues, is practicing iniquity. Iniquity becomes the crime that that individual is committing. It's iniquity. Even before the accident happens, the crime is already being committed without looking at the effects of that practice. If I pray for you, if I, if I, if I minister healing to your body, while I'm not born again, the effects, the side effects, what are those? That's not the only iniquity like the one that I gave. That's not the only iniquity that is being committed. Even if you drive successfully to your house without a driver's license, you have committed a, it's not, the, the crime is not when you're involved in an accident. <laughs> if they catch you, you don't say, but I'm driving well. No, if you are not licensed, iniquity is already being what? Committed. So the iniquity is that you are not born again, even if you are prophesying nicely, even if you are not hating people in the process. But you are driving without what? Without salvation. There is no salvation which is the license. Do they say it's a crime having a gun without a license only when you have used the gun? Just you having it without a license, you're committing what? Iniquity. You get arrested for that. Why should you be gifted with such a weapon without salvation as an authorization? Even for you to be in possession of such a gift, you must be licensed first by new birth. New birth qualifies you for such ammunition. Are you following this? So child of God, what you need to focus on, what is going to really bring the difference is your growth. The development of yourself in God, your movement in him we move. You have to make sure that in him you move. Don't stay in one place in him. Don't be satisfied that you are in him. In him you have to move. I don't want to be where I used to be yesterday. Maybe seated. Maybe seated. It's a struggle to me right now. I've 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 lost a lot of friends from school. From even Bible college. And it has always been my desire to reunite. And sometimes I would reach out, wanting again to be together. But when we come together, I try, by all means. I try. But there is just that difference because somebody has moved in him. In him we move. 
Ay, ay. Look at the knowledge that you have now, your understanding of the word. If you meet with other people that, that are coming from church. It's not being proud. You end up saying I would rather keep quiet. Being silent is even better. Why? Because you have moved. That's why you know that when you are in the car, I've told you this before, when you are in the car and the car is traveling at 120 kilometers an hour, everything about that car is traveling at that speed. The oil filter is also traveling at that speed. The passengers are also traveling at 120 kilometers an hour. But a fly from the back of the car can fly to the dashboard. Even at one kilometer an hour, it will overtake all of you. It's a movement. When in him you move, when you move, the slightest movement. You become better. So you don't you you don't you don't need you don't need to go beyond 120 to overtake individuals in the car, passengers in the car. No, you need even one kilometer an hour. We are all moving at his speed. But it is your speed. Your speed in him. Not his speed. You can choose to be forward. You can be ahead of every passenger. Right sitting at the windscreen. It's up to you to decide. So how come when you know that you're about to get to your bus stop, you walk right from the back? Let's measure your speed. And you're bidding everyone farewell. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I'm going. And they see you going forward. While the bus is at what? 120. The slightest movement that you make in him matters in terms of your ranking. So don't let people tell you that it is up to his speed, up to him to decide. No. No. I can make a decision to become better in the kingdom. It's up to me. A vessel, it's up to you to desire to become a vessel unto honor. You paid yourself and you become better.
Don't wait for him to decide. It's your decision, my sister. It begins it from there, just starting by That's how it starts. Leave them. You may be seated. 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 I want to be different. These are the questions that I like, that I want to be different. I don't want to be like them. I'm born again. They are not. But where is the difference? I must be able to see. Hmm? Hmm. I want to be able to come into his house. If I'm not able to build a five-story house, and he is able, and he is not born again. Where, where is my advantage over him? People like that, when they can't sleep in such a house, they must come to us. Because we become that last building material because it is possible the Bible has told me several times unless God builds a house they that what build so they will still what build but unless God build they that build will build in what but they have what build every house that you see except the Lord build the house they labor in vain they labor in vain build So even the house that you are comparing, the house that you are seeing that the man has, if he is not born again, God was not a part of that structure. He did not build. So it's not complete. That's why they cannot sleep there until you bring that peace of God when you are invited into such a home. And you declare the peace of the Lord over that property. That's God now participating in the construction and it is that anointing that removes vainness. If there is such a word. A person like you must then be invited and a billionaire has to sit under you and say, I thought money was going to give me that peace. But there is something that I feel when I'm in your presence that money cannot provide. If you study your Bible very well in the book of Acts of the Apostles, you see kings would invite Paul to come. Come and talk to me. And they would go quiet for hours. No entertainment. They are not inviting magicians. Just listening to the message of Paul. And they were so pricked. And you'd hear the king saying, do, do, do you want to also make me a believer? In an instant. And Paul says, I, not just to you, even the chains in my hands. I would want them to believe. I preached such a message that even the chains... One day it so happened that when Paul was explaining, the king got, he thought he was about to die. 
He thought But come back tomorrow. He felt like the heavens were falling on him. He was explaining slowly. Yet this is the king. That's the power of the kingdom that we carry. It reigns over every success. No non-believer can do without us. It cannot happen. It cannot happen. But sometimes when you walk into their midst, you are timid. You are afraid. You think you are inferior. You think you are small. You are a nobody. You are not sure of yourself. Why you haven't yet developed your muscles. Huh? Yeah. Grow yourself in God. Mature yourself in God. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is present. It's here. But for you to see that kingdom, you must be born again. Salvation becomes key. And that's the starting point. It's salvation why isn't there much of a difference between you and them? It is because you are just born again. A baby. A child. No responsibilities are given to you. At that point, you are still a baby. We were so happy when our first daughter was born. We knew she would eventually give rest to mom. But from the hospital, she kept on cooking. She kept on sweeping the house in the presence of her daughter. Is she not born? She's born. Is she not born again? She's born again. But no responsibilities are transferred to you simply because you are born again. What comes after salvation is maturity. As you mature, certain responsibilities are handed over to you. God then will say, I want you to clean up the kitchen, go and heal the sick. At that point, it doesn't have to be him healing the sick when children are mature.
It will not make sense when she's grown, she's mature, when she's doing her dishes and she's saying, I'm not the one to clean the dishes, it's mom. It doesn't really make sense, right? I'm not the one cleaning the house, it's mom. People will wonder, is she okay? When you mature and you are given that right by the father, by the mother, to wipe away tears from people and to remove diseases and sicknesses. When you are confronted with dirty dishes, you don't call upon mom to come and heal. You would want her to come back and see the difference, see a change in the kitchen. It's too late for you to try and exercise your belief in the word of God when danger is imminent, when danger is present. When are we going to have the next war in Zimbabwe? No one knows. Are they going to employ higher soldiers at that time? You look at the budget right now, they are on salary, even in the absence of conflict. Soldiers are in their camps. Training is happening now. Why? So that when conflict erupts, you no longer have time to train yourself Are you following? That's where most of you people make a mistake. When a situation arises, you now want to go to the Bible to find out what is God saying about this. Yet you had how many years before conflict to find out. But when a situation arises, it's no longer time for you to consult the Bible. It's now time for you to bring out the Bible. You had how many years of peace? It was during that time where you were supposed to what? Train. 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 So I don't look at the disease and I go back to, to the barracks, to the training site when the enemy is already here. You cannot survive. You won't survive. You won't survive. But you know where you're having a problem? During this moment of peace, 
all that you're thinking about is cash. What I, what I do when now I'm confronted with a situation, it's time for you to bring out the word, not to consult the word, to bring out the word, not to consult, not to consume, not to eat, to bring out. You look at a situation, you know this is exactly why I got what I got in terms of the word. It's time for me to exercise. <laughs> exercise. But when you had that chance, what were you doing? You need the word. Personalize it. Make it yourself. Make it you. So that when there is a trumpet, it's time for war. Your feet for that day. You were always fit for that day. You were prepared. Even the problems that are coming will know that you were prepared for them way before they came. But sometimes we always want to go back into the word. It now becomes a problem when you then go back to the Bible. It's too late. Spend time in the word of God. There is someone who loves the word that when we go live, is the first one to come. Even when we share grace, is the last one. You have to close the, the platform. They are still there. Just in case something else comes. Just in case. When it's done, sit down as a family, have a review. What did you get? Ask your children, what did you get today? What have you learned? This was, that's it. That's the food that you eat at home. That's what you relax talking about. Like example, you see that like the example that it's, has been given by our sister. Thinking, it's it comes as you ponder on a concept. But this is proving to be true. He highlighted one point. But is it true? Begin. You continue to dig and say it's it's further looking into the matter. Actually, go further and say, even at Job, he couldn't even prophesy, so you need to dig down. But think what it happens when information in. But for how many years, Naimi? How many years did I believe I would say that? We're believing for so many years that even the devil can cause people to prophesy. We used to believe it. Right. 
Now thinking about it now, what is to be acknowledged and to be raised and to be told that he is able to give gifts? The devil would have wanted that doctrine to remain forever. Where he is giving nothing. And he's considered a what? A giver of everything. Then we calm ourselves. And we expose him. This guy, he hasn't done anything. This man doesn't know anything. Majority of the people they are waiting for that prophecy to be fulfilled where they will narrowly look upon the devil and say, Is this the man who deceived? Yeah. For us, we are narrowly looking upon him now. Narrowly. Narrowly. But majority of the people, it's in the future. They will then look at the devil and say, And then say, now Open the door so that he enters and they would say, yes, actually, you haven't seen me. And the nations will wonder what I am a man, Namsadar. So the deal, they say no, don't say Satan is a child. They will actually decide. I am not a man. To the Satan, the banner was in the air. When the devil here, then they say that's the one. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? Who are you? This that one. did shake kingdoms. Maybe seated. Dogo batayenda pa kunoti alright pamwe iya na chipochokboro fita bati zimengirosi zake. And then we get to a point that we say, maybe he doesn't have anything to prophesy, but maybe some of his angels. And what did we say about that? If they were prophetic, they wouldn't have joined him. From those that fell, nobody could see. Is it something that you can't understand? I'm saying from those that fell. <laughs> no single angel had a gift of prophecy. The one that could see is the one that could have told the others that guy. What I came across at night. <laughs> but they were all deceived and they all believed the lie that came from Lucifer because they were all not prophetic enough. 
So those prophesying, they're prophesying using what? Even if demons came from the giants, from the giants, Those powers that they have, those spirits, it is God who empowers spirits. It is God who empowers spirits. Good spirits, evil spirits. Because they were not evil when they got empowered by God. They were not evil. He was Lucifer, not Satan. When he got anointed, when he fell, the gifts of God are without repentance. God did not revoke his gifts from the fallen angels, even from Lucifer. He remained gifted. Is he born again? No. Is he gifted? Yes. So if that's the issue, how do I know that this one has repented, this one has not concerning these gifts? Child of God, salvation is visible. Salvation is visible. If you yourself, if you are born again, don't worry about the salvation of the person who is gifted, wanting to know whether he's born again or not, because I, I might be in danger. If you yourself, if you are born again, it becomes easy for you to see the kingdom in that man. It's easy. It's easy. It's not about him being born again. It's about you being born again. And you being given sight to see the kingdom. To see the kingdom. The principle of sin, the Bible says, for you to know. their sin will follow them. Sin by nature, it follows the sinner. Even when he is not committing sin, the presence of sin is visible on him. How do I see? How, how, how can I see? That? Be born again. Yeah. If you are born again, you'll be able to see. It's not just the kingdom of God that you see. Even the kingdom of the devil, you'll be able to see. Your sight is improved. Immediately when you get born again, your sight, your discernment goes higher. You know just by looking at the man, you look at how he's doing it. No, no, he has not. Ha! Chipo, chiripo, but ha! 
can actually see that the gift is there, but you continue to wonder. There's a miss somewhere, even though it appears the gift is there. You can do everything in a white garment and dyes even the hair and the beard, but you will see that there's something wrong. The man is not born again. The man is not born again. There is sin. So are we going to throw away everyone who is not born again? No. No. We don't expect every, all the lecturers to be born again before we can send our children to school. No. We send our children to schools because of that specific area that those people have developed. They are gifted in that area. But as of having a relationship with God, there is no relationship with God which is based on mathematics. No. They have to be born again. They have to be born again. So seek that part first that authorizes you to function in the rest of the gifts. And that part is him, Jesus, being born again. I started my journey. Like I just started from there. I just said, if if I have to, if I have to be born again, it has to be the actual, the real born again thing. I don't want you try, try. No, it has to be it from the beginning. From the beginning, I told you my story. We were going to church growing up, but one day I made a decision when Evangelist Mukwara said, "Those who want to be born again, come." I was part of the organizing. We were together in that team here, Crusade Outreach. As youth. But that day, I was right at the back, listening. As he was ministering, I said, I want to go. I want to be born again. And I was there, raised my hand, prayed for me. I went to the list. I, I, I gave them my name. Is this guy taking some drugs or something? I wanted it. I wanted it to be it. Yeah. Then the next stage, no desire for ministry, no desire for the prophetic, no desire to be leading a congregation, no desire whatsoever. But I said, if God is to give me power, it has to be power. So, if I'm going to be a minister, let's have a covenant. God, let's talk. If I call upon your name, what are you going to do? You tell me. If I call upon your name, will you feature? Let's agree. Let's agree. So we agreed. 
Because I knew there were demons out there. And I knew that those demons are powerful if you are not born again. They are powerful. Even this devil that we are saying doesn't have power. If you are not born again, you are in trouble. You are in trouble. You have to be born again. So, how do you work with your people? How do you work with your people? If that power is given, how do I receive it? How do I make use of that power? Tell me. And then you are taught by the Holy Ghost. You are taught by the Holy Ghost. And you are taught by the Holy Ghost. You know, now that you are born again, look at yourself. And you see one head, you see two hands, you see this. And he begins to teach you now. You have received all of these things. But not many of my people know how to use them. So let me teach you. Let me teach you how to not just walk, but how to run. <laughs> okay, so I want to see in the kingdom what, what, what appears if you say I want to see the kingdom what appears what do you see how do you see a kingdom remember Jesus was taken up the mountain and was shown all the kingdoms of the earth he was in Jerusalem if it was a physical mountain how do you see all of the kingdoms of the earth from one mountain how is that possible when you become a true member of that God society, you don't need to visit kingdoms to see them. Kingdoms come to you to be seen. You don't go to China to, to see a disease. China comes to you. It's from the top of the mountain. It's a position of elevation. And from there, all the kingdoms, you can see, they are brought to you. How you are positioned in God. I know my, my problems, my challenges that I would face sometimes before as I was growing up in the things of God, where you would be taken to places. Taken to places and when you come back, you're exhausted. I'm tired of one prophecy. One prophecy. One prophecy you can be so exhausted. That is why all of these great prophets that you see in the Bible, most of them, they were really stressed and they were depressed. Some of them contemplated even suicide. Elijah wanted to die. Take my life. I want to die. Men of such strength after bringing down fire. And he wants to commit suicide. It's so stressful. You need to develop your muscles. There, there, there are moments when you are taken to places. 
And by the time you are brought back, I don't know why I'm saying these things, by the time you are brought back, you will realize that you are no longer the same. You are tired. You are wearied by those movements in the spirit. And you are told, son, there's nothing we can do. You just have to grow. Go higher. Get to the top of the mountain. When you get there, you see that place that you visited? It will visit you. <laughs> ah! It was, it was revealed in a statement. The man said, no, I'm not worthy for you to come into my house. But you can speak a word. And he said, I've never seen this kind of faith. This is what I like. I don't have to be visiting every place. I have to be visited by places. It's a rank. It's a position. Where you sit in one places and nations, they come and they line up. They all want to be seen by you. power and God gives it to you to alter destinies and to address situations. It's not all in the talking. Where I come here every time and I'm telling you this is what I'm seeing happening there. This is what I'm, this is what I'm, this is, no. No. That power to change and to alter situations. It's not even in the talking. A mechanic can just look at your car, fix it without even opening his mouth. It's all about the ability to fix problems. <laughs> John was considered more than a prophet. Did you see, did you go out there to see a prophet? Jesus said, even more. 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 John was more than a prophet. What was he doing at that level? At that point of being more than a prophet? His prophecies were less. It's not an issue of people coming out and saying a celebrity is going to die and you just wait for one to die. Huh? Huh? John was more, even more than a prophet. So at that point of being more than a prophet, what was he prophesying? His explanation of Jesus. His ability to introduce Jesus. Depth is now more than a prophet. His ability 
to usher in Jesus. To explain, to articulate Jesus. That was his assignment. Matthew 11 verse 9. Ah. But what went ye out to see? Uh-huh. A prophet? Yea, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's look at my prophecies. Let's look at the prophecies that John gave. You won. It's only one. <laughs> you won. It's only one. That's that at that level of being more than a prophet, he was not even sure. He was asking, Are you the one? highest level when a man gets to that point of being highly ranked in the prophetic it is not you that he explains to you it is him his ability the ability of a prophet to explain the Christ the ability of a man to explain Jesus. To ex Kutsanangura Jesus Wakuti Unofilonge Kunakirwa. Explaining Jesus up to a point when Jesus himself smiles. Unoya so nautipanapa giros zanzi yara kuti and up seeing that even the angels have been instructed to keep silence. They ought to be stopped from singing. I want to hear this explanation of myself. The last man, Adam. This is exactly what I did. But I cannot be the one explaining myself to the people. There must be one who is even more than a prophet. Mm. Mm. When you get to that point, there is no more competition because it doesn't exist. Sit down. You can take your seats. You can take your seats. Do, do, do. Doctors were trying to explain to us that still this was a manifestation of another stroke. Just so that people with little understanding of the prophetic would appreciate, okay, because it was said. It had to happen just for us to have signs that it was now coming for the second time. But how do you get to a man and you see that there is stroke in the past? 
But looking at him, you can't tell. But you look at a man and you see in the past they were struck. And you tell him, I'm seeing this in the past. And he says, yes. I suffered stroke. And then because we've agreed, now we are moving on into the future. Ah, future. And affliction shall not come there. Whatever is going to come the second time, it's not affliction. It is the affliction of the affliction. It does not have to end there. Can you explain Jesus to a point where I begin to see myself, where I understand myself? Listening to you explaining Jesus, that is being more than a prophet. There is so much unnecessary competition out there. A person just gets a hold of a microphone and is thinking of popular figures. Michael Jackson, Elvis Presley. Look at all those that are celebrities. I see that this one dying. I see that one dying. I see that one. <laughs> then you just wait. As you get deeper into the word, you begin to realize that all that is not even necessary. It's not even. You start prophesying less. Not that the gift is going away. No, it's actually maturing. When Jesus is brought into the picture and articulated well, People that are mature must be, must be able to see themselves in that light of Jesus. They see themselves. The ability to explain. The ability to explain. Those people close to me, they know. When I meet with them, I'm telling them this, all these prophecies in detail. Give it, I'll be details of all prophecies. I, I, it doesn't have a disease. This is what is going to happen. This is what is going to happen. It's a helicopter that is going to fall. Pakat, 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 pakat. Ne forti achu nechi nechi nechi. Ano gamira deiro. But the issue is, why are you not giving this in church? For what? For what? For what? Zwe figa. You don't do that to your pastors. Because you lose honor, you Why, why not bring it here? 
If I present Jesus himself to you, you must be able to then see yourself in that light. In that light. In that light. All that. Your ability to explain him makes you more. Explaining everything else but him makes you less. John prophesied less, but the less that he prophesied was more, which was Jesus. He prepared the way for the Lord. That ability to prepare. John, of all the people that handed over their, their tender, it was given to John to construct the road, the way of the Lord. Prepare the way. He came and he was able to prepare the way of the Lord in the hearts of men. If it is him that you articulate, that you explain, that makes that prophecy the greatest. And that makes the prophet even more than a what? So every time we congregate, we meet after a fulfillment of a prophecy. And they are in awe. Why? Because there are things that we are not supposed to be. I might, I, I might not even have time. to. If I wanted to focus on the rest of the gifts, I won't even have time to open the Bible. I won't even have time to open the Bible. Those days, yes, the power, you would feel it like it's coming and it goes and it's coming. Those days, not now. Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah. At that point, I know myself very well in the Lord. That's why Paul would say, I know a man in Christ 14 years ago. What is he saying? A man that he knew in Christ. That man, such a man in Christ. When a man be in Christ, such a man in Christ, how he, how he can ascend even into the third heaven, yet in Christ. Such a man. You are yet to know such a man in Christ. When I speak from that level, I'm one guy who is living a life, my life I really admire it. And I'm thankful to God for this. I'm one person to be honest with you, I know 
if I'm to be asked and I'm being honest, I'm one person, I don't have a lot of enemies. I, I don't. That's the truth. That's the truth. I, because I know the, the joy and the peace that prevails where I am. There is no conflict. I don't have too many. Like some people might want to look. look okay, look at the people that love me. Look at you. What else would you want? What else would you want? You see? That's why you, don't, you never see me crying. <laughs> I'm not a baby. <laughs> and I'm crying and I'm begging for your prayers. My life is in danger. Uh, I don't have too many. The few that I have are not big. They are not powerful. Yes, you can have enemies that are good at what? Talking. Just the mouths. They are small. So when it comes to the gift, the actual gift, himself, we know each other. <laughs> yeah, we, we know we know imrugona every service in chipinda muno munhu chitry kuda kuti zvino kuti umeka show kuti kuti vanhu hadzoke mangwana nechine chi no you see every time when i get here uh, on every service no. trying to make sure that people, i don't try to make sure that people come back tomorrow they don't come back. That's it. Pastor, did we? That is really so so good. Aye, 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 aye. Ah. If that was the issue, you would all be chased away from your jobs. No one would leave this place. That man that I know in Christ. Opening the word of that man that I know in Christ. That time is coming. That time is coming. So those of you that are growing in the things of God, men of God, God is raising you up. God is working on you. God is improving you. Be seated, please. Be seated, be seated. This should be your focus now. Your ability to explain him, 
your ability, if God gives you that grace to see him and to dissect him and to explain him to the people to the point where people get to see themselves in him, then you know you will never be outdated. You will never be outdated. That's one thing that I've known in ministry which helps you retain the power of all the things that you can do. You can heal the sick. You can raise the dead. But I'm telling you one thing that will give you weight, as I said, it is not the gifts, it is the gift. Maintain him. Maintain, stay in him and grow in him. And you see your abilities improving. Seek that child of God because all of us, we are ministers of God. All of us here, we are ministers of God. There are things that you see on television, on YouTube, and you are wondering, I like that. I like that. All that can be done. But your ability to prepare the way of the Lord, to explain him, to explain Jesus, It will open up the door. Everything else becomes possible. Everything else. But the challenge that most people are going to have, thinking if I come and just explain Jesus alone, you would have left out my problems. I have got real issues. Yeah. Mr. Preacher, I have some real issues. That is nothing to do with Jesus. It's your problem and your misunderstanding because, because you haven't heard what has been said. God is going to help you solve. It is within that context of understanding Jesus. That context. That context. See, even this God that you know to be powerful, if you dare him now and you say, Ganamuri writings, if you are there, speak, let's hear you. He will not even speak. Say, if you don't speak, I'm going to drink this alcohol. You end up drinking because you, you will not You cannot speak. put any pressure on him. That's a sign that you are now established when you get to that point where the world cannot put pressure on you. <laughs> Be still. 
Bis still. Bis still. Be still and know that you are God. That I am God. Be still. Wherever you go, because we are that introduction of the kingdom of God. We are that. Wherever you go, you say the kingdom is at hand. It has come. A few months ago, there is a woman that I respect so much. She had an attack and it was so severe. And she was carried into the intensive care. And from another ministry. And I had to go there. I had to go there. But as I, 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 I heard that in as much as she was that critical, they did whatever they did, and they are now putting, him, putting her in a place where she's recovering out of that unit. But the condition was so critical, so critical. You couldn't see any movement on her. Is it the death of the brain? Is it stroke? Whatever it was. So we are coming from this service, and then with the entire crew, I said, before we get home, let's go straight to the place. We were given permission to get into that unit. There were several other people, several other beds that were there, but these people were critical. So I got to this one person, because you, you, have, to be, you have to be orderly in your conduct, <laughs> no matter what you think you carry. <laughs> Because you asked to go in and pray for one yeah. person. You don't break that. Lest tomorrow you want to come back and pray for another person. Don't ask for permission and then when you get in now is, is the leading of the spirit. Now you... in there, held your hand. They were trying to let her know that I'm there. So they were shouting at her, wanting her to know, thinking maybe she might open her eyes just to see that I'm there. I held your hand. And I said, you're out of this place. 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 I didn't say it. I didn't say it 15 times because I didn't have enough faith. No. There were 14 other people in there. You hear me? You hear me? You remember, Pastor, Pastor remembers as we were walking out, there's a woman who was a prophet. She was, it was like, you, you're just looking at bones. Bones. And I never went to her bed to pray for her. I said, we'll meet you outside. Wow. 
And we got it. If I, if I were to tell you the place, you can go and verify that. In four days, all the beds were empty. There were new people in there. Four days. Sit down. How many ah. <laughs> So don't stop crying. Where is the difference? I don't see the difference. I'm born again, they're not born, but we, we are the same. Why, why do you allow that to happen? You have allowed that to happen. You have allowed that to happen. The difference is massive. It's there. We are not like them. Do we, do we, do we all... What if after four days you hear everyone there is dead? Still, you are unique. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you, you just have to look at your uniqueness, the kind of a gift that you have. You, you are, probably you are in a spiritual usher. You usher people into the presence of God. When you get there, they die. <laughs> Still, you can't say we are the same. We are different. We are different. So you think you can go out, you come here like this, and you go back, and you come back, and you go back, and you come back, So you think this week the devil didn't try? You think he forgot you? <laughs> this attendance just coming and you sit and you go back. It's a sure sign that you you keep coming back. Yeah. Are you hearing this? Yeah. Be seated, please. Be seated. What shall I fear? What shall we fear? What shall we fear? What shall we fear? 
We have been moving at this pace because we want to, we want the world also to grow and to mature. We don't want to chalk the world with the presence of God. So we do it in bits and pieces, slowly but surely. If we want to, if we want to double this number, I can guarantee you, if we want, we can agree here, sign some documents that if I fail, you, you find another ministry. Doubling this in one week, if I want. This number that you see. We, I'm not saying we have to do it right now, because we haven't signed it anyway. We have to agree, so that you know whatever is needed. There is nothing that is impossible. There is nothing that is impossible. Whatever we need, whenever we need it. Whenever. Whenever. Getting somebody to be born again is not a problem. How many chapters are required to read? Just remind them of that sermon of Lord's wife. <laughs> How many thousands? To slow down desire, it's not the issue, it's not but the issue. The issue the Quality, the few that how do we improve them? How do we improve them? Every every day, it's not about bringing. If we want, we can do it every, every day. day. Every day. Today, we can just say, let's have a service of those that are sick. How many people would you bring next week if we do that? One week. This is what I'm telling you, that you it's just that. a week. Just open your eyes just for one week. Then I ask you to go for a week. See. Telling somebody and bringing somebody. Just one week. You see the mouth is following you. Bringing people to Jesus is not a problem. You have to then be equipped yourself. Your growth, your maturity in the things of God is key. That is key. That is important. Know what is more important. No. Apana ugadama thousands evano weda ushita kana life kana chini. Nga kutanga nguita matiklarations, nga kutanga nguita pray, nga kutanga nguita deliverance, nga kutanga... Shichito itika ipapo nechi, unanama nambazakudi? 
just making declarations and deliverances, you will see numbers rising. We don't do that every time because we are not seeking that. We have to keep pushing this. But this is what is going to help people the most. Do you know Jesus got to a point where he said these numbers are too much now? And he began to speak certain things requiring them to now run away. He asked them and he said, don't you also want to go away? You get to that point in your life where you need to have the right people, not just people, the right people. The right people. We all have this authority in God. So I will finish by asking you this question. Can you be born again and not be anointed? Can you have the Christ which is the anointing and not be anointed? Is there a child of God who is not anointed? explaining Jesus to you and explaining you at the same time. The next question is, what then can you do in terms of doing? What is it that you can do now with that anointing? You are not disadvantaged as a child of God. You can walk into any palace and have a say. Every billionaire needs you. But the challenge is challenges you want to start by competing with them at the boards. <laughs> you want to compete with them at the properties. Once you are beaten there, you come back and you will be yourselves. Yet we have got this vast wealth area where we are highly gifted and we can prove to these people that without us they cannot survive without us ah! 
kuti ndinge ndinewe unova pano uendo you and you leave this place you go there wonopinda mukakambane hutaka ka business kongonzi ka kanongorwa ka business kanongori ka average and you join yes. a company or start a business and it's just that, average. But it after two, three years, four years. It can't remain like that for two, no. three years. It's not possible. It's not possible. Practice, you don't need to. You don't need to. With our lawyer, we the case, but in the Buddha say, case, But exactly, but point way exactly. added advantage. It's an added advantage. Even yourself, you are not able to explain it. God will hide it in a way because it is That's why we It will be hidden to you and even to the people. This is why you see that people that have been caused. If you look at them, you wonder what is this? You will never get it. You will never get the secret. So you are that mysterious to the people. They will never perceive you. They will never understand you. They will never comprehend you. But you just have to seek to understand yourself. Know that you are anointed. Christ in me. The hope of what? Glory. What keeps us this safe? What keeps us this year? Okay, look at the face here. Jakarta. There's a face here. Look at Bishop Jakarta's look, face. Look at his face. From the time uh, that he knew. Yeah, it's a face here, Jakarta. Let's look at him. Look at that face. <laughs> From the years that you have known him, look at him. When are you going to mature? Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Tikasa kuradi zaiza muoni. We don't show you this. You don't see yourselves. Hande ku stream yao. Hande ku team yao. Let's go to their stream to their team. I food to are not there anymore. They are not there anymore. Is this not more than money? If you have money, tell me. Is there any oil that causes this? There is Christ. The anointing is upon me. A child of God is anointed. We are talking about 
being raised from the dead. Can I time Zomgido? I know it's Bandiro. During Zomgido, I would go and take that bell. It was that Mugore Knowing that Mugore is going to come out. If God would show him that, he would not require to go to church. But as it was then, so it is even now. How God has kept you how God has kept him. With what people will be saying with their mouths. <laughs> Talking about the mouth of Karikoka. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and those that will be talking about they will be aware that it's them that he is talking about they would try whatever they would but he will be continuing no security no bodyguard the keeping of the Lord. Is the protection of the Lord. So, this is why we always have to talk about these things to remind you of the workings of God that you might miss. God is at work every day, keeping you alive, keeping you safe keeping you whole, keeping you in perfect peace. That's not your actual body. The body that you have is not the actual body. It's not, it's not the actual body for You are dead, you are gone. Your body for the outside world. 
You are finished already. Dara. Long ago. To think that in this economy, you are here. access to medication there are people that are staying in places that has no access to medication lots of hospitals very cheap and yet people are dying there look at you What really is it about you if it is not the Christ at work? Christ is at work. Christ is at work. So we don't just preach. No. When we preach, things happen. Life happens. We know exactly what is happening to us. If we didn't have opportunities to come to sit here listening to this information, that's when the disciples said, where else shall we go? This is where the words of life. Where would we go? It's an appreciation of the word of life. Learn to appreciate that. The word of life. I'm not the same. You are not like your brother. You are not like your sister. You are anointed. You are a child of God. You are born again. Are you hearing me? Are you following this? Thank you. You may be seated. Let me give you this last announcement. This last announcement. Like I said last time that we are about to embark on a, a, on a massive project and uh, we need to we need to have our presence in, in town and um, we are almost set to go but we, we, do, we don't want the big one no it doesn't have to be too big there's a way that we are going to do it there's a way that God would want us to have it
so I don't know what capacity would you would you want or would you prefer I think to accommodate everyone. Sorry? Hundred thousand will accommodate everyone, including the overflow. And Sorry? others will can't even come. A number you said number what? Hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 <laughs> no, we need we need something smaller. We need something very, 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 very small. Yes, it doesn't have to be too big. It has to be nicer though. It has to be nicer. It has to be nicer. No, it has to just be nice. Nice. Sorry? Baba, looking at your size, Chogona go to hundred thousand, ga. Itori shoma shoma. Can say hundred thousand. Looking at your size, and yet it will be little. Ya kruse dere ya kruse. Chika is chikamwe skopa half a million chete. That's okay. No, there is something that we need to we need to address here. Okay. How many of you know that number also, big numbers also is in. A disadvantage. How many of you know that? Yes. Please tell us the disadvantages of a big number. It's very true. It's a disadvantage, but it don't over the years. I want to know the disadvantage of big numbers. Thank, thank, thank you, thank you, Prophet, for this opportunity. Because over the years. Things that we have seen over the years. When we were at Seed Sports, we had a stampede, which was very dangerous. And people, they were injured. A lot of things happened there. So big numbers, they are good to gather one place. I was in Dubai. Thank you. And then... Wait your turn. Let's clap hands for him first. No one would justify a stampede. Those with 50. No one would say there are too many people. Not say All right. it's a ritual. All right. And is that so? Yeah, uh, the other disadvantage is that we are too many, some will not get uh, personal administration from our father. 
There are two men who do get opportunities, all of you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Baba. Um, this is why you see that smaller groups are easy to work with. <laughs> Thank you, Baba. Um, besides the security um, issue that you highlighted, we should also look at the health uh, issues as well. Sanitation, um, even just the quality of service that you offer. If there are too many people, it's difficult to give a high quality of service. And what we want to give, and according to you and your, your services, we would, we would want to offer the best as serving members and as your students. How many have been to school? You ever seen a class as big as this? You know, Pastor this kind will this kind of a class pass? <laughs> okay, I did, I did Thank you, Baba, for the opportunity. I want to add on quality, but on a different dimension. When we are a large number of people, like what we are. If we would even want to raise a million, it won't come out. But when we concentrate and we just yeah, concentrate on few people, even when you would concentrate on few business people, the quality of businesses that are going to come out and the quality of giving that is going to come out is going to be very good. <laughs> At least I'm not the one speaking. I have your name so that the newspaper people will write about you. All right. Anyone else? Thank you very much. Baba. Yes. Uh, we are grateful for you giving us such a platform. You can go. We have finished we the service. Thought, thought that I was willing to go. You can go now. We are grateful for you giving us a platform to contribute towards this. We are grateful for you giving us a platform to contribute to this. Uh, I think as a church, we, are all, we all have different needs, different areas to be addressed in terms of age and in terms of spiritual size. So maybe you might need a place that can accommodate different classes at different times, which helps you to articulate your sermons in mm -hmm. different ways. Yes. For such. That's true. That's very true. Now he's talking of the classification of the members of the people, which is very, very true. Which is very, very true. Very, very, very true. Very, very true. Don't worry. Don't worry. Time you think it anima. Then she opened up and she wrote up pure, short. Don't worry, by that time I'll still be coming here ministering in Shayona. Shayona, 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 Shayona. Everything else is going to continue. My healing sessions ahead will be having that. Sakakuna no Sara, don't worry. So Maybe we'll tomorrow when you will be able to go to Jesus, no, no. So I'm, I'm there for you. 
I'll be ministering. Let's big numbers what you have seen that affects us big numbers. Thank you so much, Baba. And uh, you are looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank uh, you. In Baba, I want to speak about Nyegu Jairira. We end up like now. To know, Makadzisa Junja Wand. You've taught us many things. Uh, I came with UFI in 2014. And uh, from 2014, the other things that I have learned, Panesha Junobatika, but there are times the Uti. When I want to do something in the kind of my messages and Nagatanga wounds were in 2014. If I go back to the messages of 2014, I can be helped. So I feel, uh, Panepa Makambutora Nyema zone, we should go to my zones. There's a time that you spoke about zones and you encouraged us to go to zones. As it pleases you, if you want to come to, say, Kwekwe zone, that Sunday you go to Kwekwe Zone. If you want to go to Blawayo, you go to Blawayo. I'm with you, Baba. Thank you. <laughs> He's actually prophetic. There is something that he is saying that is also part of our agenda. Eventually, as we go, eventually, eventually, is there, you will see it coming. What, what did he say there? You will see it coming. Eventually. Yes. You, I won't be a Sunday pastor, a Sunday man of God, a Sunday prophet. No. There is coming a time when we would have quarterly conferences Okay? You, you will not be seeing me every Sunday, every service. Yes, there is. Yeah. There's coming a time. You will have to go to your zone on Sunday. <laughs> Dr. That's very true. If we don't grow at a zonal level, we are not growing as a ministry. People should, yes. Growth So to force that to happen at some point, I will have to disappear. That will, that will stimulate the growth of Mazonian. You won't even know it in Runopindra Zone. I'll go to whichever zone I desire. Yes. 
Thank you so much, Dad, for this opportunity. Um, I think that if you operate in, uh, in small numbers, it would be good for us also as your children, like what most of these people say, that we have different needs. And, well, I think it's easy for, for you to measure growth, our spiritual growth as your children, because we have like different needs and different ones. I'm an independent one, and I really need also, you know, like... To measure the growth. Yes. Definitely. You see, it's well known that if there is a small number in a class, the teacher will explain himself well. Slowly, These days is actually not your days when you were still at school. your days, if you, if you have epilepsy, a teacher would not know it. crowd. It was a big crowd. overflow would go to school where there were overflows. <laughs> All right. Two more. What have you experienced? Thank you, Please tell me your experience is about being too many. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Baba, for this opportunity. Uh, large numbers. I've also seen the present logistical uh, challenges. Like uh, maybe every service here we are having 40, 50 or 60 people. It takes time for all those people to fill into this place and it also presents uh, management challenges, especially to the ushers and the security guys. Yeah. Most of them are having to spend time outside not hearing the word of God, trying to manage the movement of people in and out of this place. Yes. Very true. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. Uh, the Word of God says, to whom so much is given, so much is expected. So, this large number of people is always putting pressure upon you, men of God, because so much is also expected. As much as there are many more people, there is a lot of pressure that you will be operating under. All right. All right, you are not going to be a part of that small group. But assuming that you are a part of that small church, would you love it? Yes. You Diana part of a small group. Who doesn't want to be a part of a small group? If I ask you to come home by yourself, will you, 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 you 
just come by yourself. So let's, let's, okay, let's move on now. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to be too, too small, no, but we must have something of that nature. And you will know the reasons why. You will know the reasons why. We'll have it in a way that everyone will be satisfied. But let's have a place. Let's have a center. Let's have a church. Let's have a building. And I'll be talking to you from there. I'll be ministering to you from there. It's a place that you would have given me. And it is from that place that I will also be able to give you places. It's that unique. It's that unique. So, I'm going to allow you people to make contributions, to give, to sow, to participate, be a part of it. And um, we are going to finish up this place, not you. We started it. We are going to finish up. We, know we don't have a ceiling as yet. We are going to soundproof this entire place and make sure that everything is good to go. And we know this one is sorted. But I'm opening up that one for you to also participate. It's a room for you. It's an opportunity for you to also participate. Also be part of that construction. And, um, and I know you can do it. I know you can do it. So what we are going to do to make sure that we secure that place in that building that we're going to have, I am... I'm going to call for your contributions. So next Sunday, we'll hand over to you a form that you'll see, and it has different sections depending on your ability and a time frame. And you are not going to bring. We are not, we are not going to bring the seed next next Sunday. No, it's a form that we will give to you on Sunday. You take it home, go through it, discuss, pray about it. You know, as God supplies, as God gives you seed, you know, given your your ability. And you are going to commit to God's work on a monthly basis. So if it's going to be for uh, four months, we will be receiving from you on a monthly basis four times. Not every month. Once every month. So four months. We'll be receiving from you a certain figure that you are going to highlight on the form. So that we know even without coming back to you, you will come to us at the end of every month and you will fulfill your commitment. And as you do so, the construction will be going up. So that's how we're going to do it. 
So you will have the forms and um, let's start to build. And I'm going to ask for people that are going to be sending to this ministry $250 every month and even going upwards if you're going to give a thousand a month, if you're going to give ten thousand a month, if you're going to give a million a month, you will you will have that opportunity. So um, all the details are details are going to be there. Um And um, we have to also do our part, making sure that God supplies seed. We will make sure God supplies seed. We are, we, I'm going to ask God to really be involved in what you do in terms of making money. Because after all, you won't feel bad not giving God if you don't have. So God should also do, God will have to do his part in making sure that you get resources. You get money. And uh, you will know by the way money will be coming. This is not by itself. It's God in it. So Number, I got to all. I want a good number yeah, of people who are no contributor towards that. People that are going to contribute. Imba Yamari, it's God's house. Aizi Imba Yenu, Aizi Imba house. It's not my house. And in this is that so? Atidivan, one of the Zugumbu, people. That will then complain after having failed to find the We need to mention that before we go any further. Jehovah Basa. We are doing it for the Lord. Whoever the house Whoever enters, even if that person is not you, robbers shall come. Witches, you shall find them seated there before you find. You must be okay with that. So please, it's not your house. It is God's house. It's not even my house. Are we together there? We do it so that you are not affected. When they, you then realize that you are not well looked after, then you say, we are the ones who no, we don't like that. Because sometimes even Yako Imbachawaka, Unogonawa, and Maduaka Kiwa. 
even yours, the house that you have built yourself, you may find the doors. How many people here, you built a house and you found your house locked. You are the father of the house and you found the house locked. And there were people inside. <laughs> Locking and yet they knew you were not there. <laughs> and locked outside. But I But you never went to the paper. <laughs> That's to give. Paper. So I'm looking for people who are mature in their giving. If you are going to be giving me $250 every month, if you are going to give me whether it's $500 whether it's a thousand or whatever, form umshare wa narinoya, usuye sande chakupa formrako, then mwenda naru monoritarisa, and you take it one, there will be everything on that form. So those are going to be my pledges, which are loads of figure, ya onenga mshitipa, Whatever amount that we get for that purpose, we do the purpose, we fulfill the purpose. It's not something that we just want to get We are expecting contributions from even cell groups, from your cell groups. And we will open up this platform to the international community also to come in and make my contributions. Want even the international community to make their Because when they eventually come, they also want to be able So the internationals, we are going to open up this same platform. We'll extend it to you so that you also make your contributions uh, monthly for four months. It's not all about acquiring the place but we also need to start building. All right? Uh -huh. So we'll let you know of the place. We'll let you know. And then this was over. Tell your neighbor, just say, trust in him. But how many of you agree that we need to have a good church in town? Good church building in town. Hmm. How many are driving all the way from town to this place for a service? A lot of people. A lot of people. So, 
How many of you are ready for my forms? You need your form next Sunday. You are ready for your form. You want to? Thank you. Thank you. Father, we thank you for this season. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this time. We are aware by the prophetic grace that you are up to something in this nation. You have allowed us to be a part of what you are about to do. We are ministering today to your people and I'm releasing grace upon them that opens up rivers of cash flows. Give them what to give. You shall delight in this house. You shall have pleasure in this house. Your will shall be done in this house. These people that are going to give, I pray their generation will never be forgotten. I pray your kind shall never be extinct. The devil will not destroy your breed. Your children shall inherit your substance. I pray for the opening up of the heavens and the opening up of the earth. May earth give unto you. May oil flow towards you. In the name that is above every other name, you are given permission by the Lord to give. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. So, what I'm going to do, please, you will notice if you look at your watch, I will just spend three minutes in the overflow. I will say a word of prayer over there and come in here and say another word, and then we dismiss. So, so choir, give us a song. 
I'll say a word of prayer over our people in the overflow. And then I'm coming back in here to dismiss you. Okay, give us a song, please. If you are not if you are not carrying your if you are not carrying a child you can lift up both your hands if you are not carrying a child even if you are carrying a baby you can lift one of you all right let listen to this listen 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 I speak the grace of God over this audience the mighty hand of God the God of peace I pray that the God of war will give you victory today over every situation over every challenge over every disease victory is yours today that disease comes out of your body now the disease leaves you now pain leaves your body now poverty leaves your blood now in the name of Jesus I pray that your rivers will begin to flow from now. You will not lack financially in Jesus' name. I've come to this overflow to speak finances over you. Supplies over you. Provisions over you. In the name of Jesus. God, you are blessed. You are forgiven. You are healed. You are covered. You are protected. Now, in case I didn't see, I didn't get to see you. Let me see those of you that are ready to be a part of the project. Just raise your hands, those that are interested in participating in you the construction. To. You and your children want to build the house of the Lord. If, if I were you with this kind of an opportunity, I would rejoice and you know glorify what? God. It's a sign 
It's a sign that when God wants his house to be built, it's a sign that even yourself is still around. Have you heard me? Did you hear me? I'm looking for people that will get into a contract No one built a house for the Lord and remained poor. This is where your blessing is and for your children. You have no children that are going to die You have no children that are going to die are you hearing me? This is where you bank statement. This is where you sort the bank statement. They shall lend, they shall not borrow. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me well? If you are happy to be a part of this project, I want you to rejoice and celebrate and thank God for this opportunity. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord and be thankful to God for such an opportunity. Make some noise one more time. Overflow. Father, we minister now. We release grace over your people because of this commitment. In Jesus' mighty name, we speak and I speak multiplication. Multiplication and increase. Let every seed attract a blessing. Let grace follow the giver. Let opportunities find their way to you. Wherever you go, you shall not be stopped. You shall not be limited. You shall not be hindered in the name of Jesus. Givers are protected. Givers are protected. Givers are protected. Every giver is protected in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you please to put your seed in your left hand. That's the seed that you're going to bring here. Put it in your left hand. Now, if you are a tither, I want you to raise your empty right hand your empty right hand if you are a tither either you have given your tithe or you are going to give your tithe after this service your empty right hand have your seat on your left 
Have your right hand raised up, your empty right hand, raise it up. Father, I speak a word over your people. You have given them mighty, you have given them power over different territories and different regions to occupy. I speak the blessing of God over everything that they touch. Let that work not resist their effort. Take away difficulties. Take away shame. Take away disappointments. I speak over that hand. Wherever you go, whatever you touch, let it be the touch of the almighty God. From today, I've released a statement from above, a statement from God within over your life. When you touch, a curse is broken in the name of Jesus. When you lay your hands on a rock, I pray waters will gush out in Jesus' mighty name. Child of God, you are covered, you are blessed. Now as we rejoice, as we sing together, no one is coming to the altar. Let people come singing, rejoicing, and dropping their sins on the altar. Okay? So, let's sing together. Let's rejoice in the presence of God. You are sending overflow. You use the altar. I'm coming from the overflow. I've been to that altar. Use altar. Overflow. Overflow. Use your altar over there. In here, let's go home through the altar. Okay? Over Jew. Stand, stand up. Deliver. Let the baby come. No complications. No death. No mishap. No misfortunes. No more crying. You are healed in your body, in your soul. And the spirit man is healed. Conceive. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. Be healed. Be healed. In, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. I speak life over you. I speak life. I speak healing over you. I speak healing over you. I speak healing over you. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. 
be healed be healed be healed just watch just watch just watch just watch focus on the screen just look at your screens was this an accident or what look he at this he was assaulted man of god he look was at, assaulted assaulted look yes. at the, look at these teachers in the head even just over the, here Just look at your screens. See those blue things there? Those are stitches that are on his head. This man was severely assaulted. So, okay, we would want to, we would want to hear his story. I've ministered to him. A testimony is coming. Everyone is healed. We can celebrate healed. people of God. You are healed, child of God. You are healed. You are healed. That disease in your body is dying from now. I can. I'm not going to. Dati. Shirwere. It is dying now. Not you dying. The disease is dying now. So I speak life over you. You bring your testimony. You are bringing 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 your testimony. In Jesus' mighty name. Choir, go ahead. Yeah. 